The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. All right, my friends. You know what? We've talked about Bitcoin and, and blockchains on this show over the past few years. You know, as we continue to try and wrap our head around what it is and how it works. There's a, there's a, a newcomer into the blockchain world it's called nft uh, nfts and they are they're making some folks just an absolute boatload of money they're being used especially in the collectible world like art or trading cards sports memorabilia so think about that if you you have a couple nice art pieces at home or maybe you you know collected oilers memorabilia over the years um but nfts are also moving into the music world as more but what exactly is it and how does it work work. Uh, to find out more, we're joined by Andy Barrar, our tech expert and a contributing author at futurhythmic.com. Hey, Andy. Hi, Jalen. Great to talk to you. <laughs> nice to talk to you as well. Okay, first things first, and let's take these in real baby steps because this, this sometimes this stuff can get really confusing. What is, let's start with the basic, what is an NFT? This is funny because when NFTs kind of hit the scene, I'm like, this is really hard to explain. So <laughs> I'm gonna try. To, I'm gonna try to do my best. Okay. So NFT stands for non fungible tokens, and essentially what it is is a way to authenticate um, a certain. Um, thing. So it could be a digital good, say a digital picture that somebody has created. Well, an NFT basically, now this sits on a Bitcoin uh, ledger. And so it's, anybody can see that, you know, this person created this, but you can buy it. And that's what is really creating a, a shock on the internet right now is that not only can someone authenticate that this is a, a piece of digital good, say I'm a digital artist and I draw this picture and there's an NFT, a token, essentially, that says that, you know, this is a creation that I made and somebody can buy, then buy it. So just like we had trading cards in like the 80s and 90s where people would trade cards, you can essentially trade NFTs, but you can't just switch, I'll give you this digital art for this. You actually have to buy it through some type of monetary fund, and that's typically on the Internet is Bitcoins. So you can yeah. buy and sell digital goods using this NFT, this token that authenticates it to tell you that this is not a forgery. Someone didn't just cut and paste yeah. this and, and sold it to you. It's been authenticated that you are the owner of this piece of art. I think fungible is the is the word that we need to pay attention to. So like like physical money, like cryptocurrencies are fungible, meaning they, they can be traded or exchanged one for another. But non-fungible um, makes each token unique and irreplaceable. So it, it, it from what I understand, it makes it impossible for one NFT, so one non-fungible token to be equal to another, um, and I think so. For when I when I when I read more about that, I'm like, oh, okay, that that makes it a, a little bit more clear. Why is this being used um, in the art? It seems like the art world is where it's really really taken off. Why there? Do you think, Andy? Well, let's put it this way. Say you go and take a picture of the Mona Lisa. You're in France and, and you get to see it and you grab your smartphone and you take a picture of it. That picture has absolutely no value. However, the Mona Lisa, anybody that actually owns the picture, the, the painting itself, 
That has value. What they're trying to do with NFTs is create value for digital goods. So anybody can share a GIF or a GIF, mm. and you can share it, and everyone's like, oh, that's funny. But what this is doing is allowing someone to actually own it. And what's interesting is you're seeing sports leagues like mm -hmm. the NBA. They're creating what's called NBA Top Shop. So you can essentially buy a little short video of LeBron James dunking, and you're like, I own that video and then if somebody wants to buy it and this is like you alluded to the non-fungible portion i might have a lebron dunk as well right and i'm like hey let's switch you can't do that you actually have to purchase it through bitcoins it has to be exchanged for some type of money you can't exchange it as assets it's not bartering like i give you my cow for you know <laughs> 10 chickens you can't do that it has to go through the money and that's what the non-fungible thing is you actually have to use the nft almost like a currency to to buy and sell and it gives value essentially to digital goods yeah, and it's crazy to see, Andy, how much some people are paying for some things. I mean, I didn't even know what Beeple was until really today, this this graphic designer, this Mike Winkleman guy. He he has been working on uh, – he started – now listen to this. He started drawing uh, – producing a drawing a day back in 2007. He was looking for a way to improve his art skills apparently. So it, it, it turned out to a, a project called Every days and um it's you know the first five thousand days little pictures that sort of stuff now get this it's 13 years of uh artwork and it's now up for auction at, at christie's and they're they're saying that uh right now the highest bid on it sits at 9.75 million dollars like well, I, I just I, I i can't believe the money that is being spent here in some cases uh, it, it is it's absolutely amazing and what it really shows is that you know, culturally, we have moved from tangible goods. You know, I used to, you know, collect baseball cards and hockey cards as a kid. And, we, you know, we would just sit there and then you would buy it. You put it in that little casing so it wouldn't get wrinkles. And, <laughs> and you owned it, which is funny, you know, because when I was doing research, I, there's actually a Michael Jordan card that's selling for tens of thousands of dollars. And I own it. I have it somewhere in my, you know, childhood. I'm in my attic looking for this card after this. But, um, but, but basically, now you have a generations of, of people that live on the Internet, you know. The Internet has always been around, just like the telephone yeah. was when I was growing up. So they put value to these kind of goods. They ha might have this favorite artist, and they want to own that good. And that's why you're seeing the price go up. What I think is going to happen, Jalen, and this always happens, is, everyone's like what you're making how much money and then you're going to yeah. see a whole flood of digital artwork uh, music yeah. even jack dorsey the founder of twitter sold his first tweet i know believe it or not somebody bought that so it, it, you're going to see a flood but it's you know the supply demand that equilibrium curve will will, will you know slowly slowly kind of regress to the mean and and regulate this market but it's crazy a like digital goods think about it it's zeros and ones it sits on a server you can, yeah and people are buying and people are buying it 
I know. I, I can't quite wrap my head around it, but it just might be because I'm um, I, I'm not that uh, tech savvy or I like to see my artwork hanging on a wall or I like to have my trading cards in my hand. You know what I mean? But again, you know, times change and generations change. And, um, you know, I, I think it's been fascinating to watch Bitcoin and cryptocurrency and, and now NFTs and, and watch this, this really this boom and then the crash and then up and then down. And so I just really wonder where this is going, you know, so for, you know, listeners here at, at 630 Chad thinking, okay, well, I, uh, this is something first off, number one, they might not ever do or ever be interested, but others, you know, I've got one listener, Craig saying you can't even sign up on the waiting list for the NBA tokens right now. They look awesome. I mean, he's totally into it. He wants to get there. So it's, um, it's just, it's just a fascinating time really to, to be alive. And I know that's a pretty blanket statement on so many things, but when it comes to some tech issues, boy, oh boy, um, it's a it's a steep learning curve, and um, you know a lot of folks making some big cash. It's unreal. Uh, absolutely, and for any of the listeners, if you kind of want to like, get your wrap your head around what this is and what people are buying and selling, there's a website called OpenSea. If you go OpenSea.io or OpenSea and NFT, you just Google that, you will see the biggest, largest marketplace where people are buying and selling collectibles, uh, virtual trading cards, even virtual worlds for different games. You can buy this yeah. um, using NFTs on this marketplace. It's it's fascinating but at the same time like you can imagine me you know a tech guy trying to keep yeah. up with all this stuff it is very very hard things are moving at an exponential rate these days Jalen so you're telling me you haven't bought an NFT yet no and I don't think so I'm going the other way the, the older I get like I'm into gardening now and just you know <laughs> I'm becoming an old old fashioned I'm going to be an old tech man soon you know talking about like BBS and DOS. <laughs> I'm on that route right now. Oh, Andy, always love talking to you. I do have to pick your brain. I'll do it on Instagram over some uh, some gardening questions I have for you. Andy, always great. Thanks for joining me this afternoon. My pleasure, Jalen. <laughs> you betcha. Andy Burrar, who is our tech expert, he's a contributing author at futurhythmic.com. Yeah, clear as mud. I know some of you completely get it. Others, it's like just, you know, maybe scooting right over you, over your head. But, yeah, it is fascinating that how much money some of people are paying for some things uh, through these NFTs. It's absolutely outstanding. Some of the things that people are buying, as you heard about, you know, Jack Dorsey's first tweet, like what and why? Little little gifs or gifs, whatever you want to call them. There's there's a whole bunch of this, this cat, too, this animated cat. I mean, I just... I. I I can't wrap my my head around why some people would want uh, some of these things, um, but I I I also just can't wrap my head around just having it there and uh, on this chain uh, as well. But again, yeah, I'm a different generation maybe. Um, clear as mud. That you know, clear as mud to me is uh, you know pretty much sums it up. Uh, I've done a lot of reading on these NFTs and kind of getting my head around it, but still a lot of questions to be asked. But uh, anytime I, I hear clear as mud as well, it takes me back to uh, my TV tech class, 1989. My uh, my TV 
tech instructor Bob Mao would be explaining something to uh, you know to us with the television cameras, how to phase television cameras or something like that, and he would always say clear as mud because our eyes just glossed right over. None of us had a clue what he was talking about. Did you ever have? Do you have someone in your life, or do you have one of those those sayings in your life that maybe your dad or your mom said all the time? Maybe you say it. You know, do you have a clear as mud moment? Do you have a clear as mud type of quote that um, that takes you back 